Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. How the devil are you this week? I do hope that life's treating you well, and I do hope you've been enjoying the previous episodes, particularly the last couple based around identity and more mindfulness and fucking, you know what the podcast is about by now. I hope you've enjoyed them, and if you haven't listened to them, go back, explore our back catalogue. There is a ton of episodes and helpful knowledge to hopefully help you on your own transformation journey, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually too, and not in a hippie way, in a general lifestyle, normal person way. Apologies if that was offensive to hippies. Anyways, guys, let's dig into the details. Welcome to this week's episode. Let's get stuck in, shall we? Momentum and motivation are two important factors when it comes to your own transformation, but they're things that are quite fickle, particularly the motivation side of things. Because yes, when we first start out, we are incredibly motivated. We uh, found ourselves in a situation where for some reason we didn't feel great. Could have been that we saw a picture, could be that we looked down, clothes didn't fit, someone made a comment. There's many reasons that spur that initial motivation. And usually it comes off the back of something negative. So rarely, I want to make a change because life is good. It's usually, I want to make a change because life is not good. So motivation is kind of what gets you started, as the old saying goes. But habit is what keeps you going, and that is true. So it's important to recognize that motivation is something that we're going to need to continuously revisit. It's a fleeting experience it's a it's a fleeting feeling that only has a certain shelf life you could argue it's a little bit like all of the salad that you tend to fill your drawer with in the uh in the fridge you buy it you enjoy it for a few days things slip a little bit and then within a week it's a mulchy mess you chuck it in the bin you get the drawer out you clean it and you go right okay good and then you go and buy more salad and you repeat the process think of that as your motivation this is why i talk so much about sustainability and habits and consistency because those are the things that are really really important those are the things that keep you going but we also spoke about momentum momentum is something that is important to do our very best to keep it's tricky sometimes especially when life throws at us what life tends to throw at us as in challenging circumstances emotions distractions etc but keeping momentum should always be at the forefront of what we're trying to do. And recognizing, first and foremost, that motivation will wane, but also ensuring that adherence to the program is as easy as it can possibly be to ensure that you stay on track. And one of the biggest areas that people tend to go wrong, and I've spoken, I guess, prolifically about this, is the focus on intensity as opposed to frequency. People focusing too much on go, 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 I must be perfect, rather than just don't lose momentum. The note I made, and when I'm walking around, by the way, in day-to-day -day life, I make notes about different things that I want to discuss. And the note that I made for this particular podcast was enough with the absolutes. Talk nicely to yourself. Life is nuanced. The reason I wanted to record this particular one, as I've said to you guys previously, I'll only ever record a podcast when I feel that it is of value. I'm not a big believer in just spitting out shit for the sake of it. I see a lot of people obsessive about the absolutes. 
a lot of people that are very good when they're on it <clears throat> and are very bad when they're off it. And the problem with that mentality is it's only got a certain shelf life. Same as all the salad in your fridge. And that's probably another good analogy to use, actually, that that's what a lot of people tend to do. They go and fill up the salad drawer in their fridge. They go shopping. They buy all the healthy options. And then within a few days, as supplies begin to dwindle, we revert to type. This is why whenever I take someone new on, I always use their current diet, when they deem things have been shit, as a baseline. Because that baseline gives a real indication of what their default is. And what their default is what we should base their program on, not the optimal. Because every single fucker can very easily just go, right, I'm going to have salad with every meal. I'm going to have veg with every dinner. I'm going to consume plenty of protein. But then there's a financial commitment there, which a lot of people, myself included, is unsustainable. There is the general enjoyment of life. You know, we love our sweet stuff. It's not optimal for us, but we love it. And there's socials, there's events, there's barbecues. Not so much at the moment in the UK because the weather's shit. But hopefully soon, there's pizza as well. And let's face it, pizza is one of the greatest things man ever invented. The combination of bread and cheese with a little bit of sauce is exceptional. Um, but it's incredibly calorific. And so we need to recognize that perfection is not something which is realistic. It's not something that we should strive to consistently attain because it's just not possible. You're going to have really good days. You're going to have days when you come out of them being 20% under your target because you just didn't need those calories. Days where you moved more than you've ever moved before and you didn't even think about it. Days where exercise was easy. But let me tell you this. You're going to get more days when you struggle more days when you're up against it, then you're going to have days where you're on it and focused. And so the reason why I made that note of enough with the absolutes is because it's very easy to judge ourselves by our best day. To have a good day and then compare every day thereafterwards to that day. And the fact is that the sum of physical change comes in the form of what you do over time. I often get people kind of stressed or worried about how fast they're losing. And obviously there's optimizations. That's why I coach. But it is important to recognize that the reason why that coaching is necessary is firstly to steer the mindset towards progress, not perfection. But also to understand that life is nuanced. You're going to get different challenges on different weeks and different days. Challenges that rock you, challenges that shouldn't have rocked you. Things that you can endure, things that you need to navigate. Obstacles that are easy to go around, ones that require a bit more work. And obviously, you're going to get derailed from time to time. You're going to have moments where you don't conduct yourself in the way that you would have liked. Moments where you disappoint yourself. And that's okay. You've got to talk nicely to yourself though. Self-deprecation, beating yourself up rarely has merit. I'm not saying that it's useless all of the time because again, if we're being a consistent dickhead, we do need to have a stern conversation with ourselves. But for the odd falter, the odd day where things slip, it happens. But the key is to recognize patterns. And again, everyone gets the odd day where they don't maybe track their calories, where they don't adhere, where things go a little bit away from them. And the key is that those days will happen, yes, 
but it's always the goal to minimize how often they happen. To minimize that when there's a high calorie day, it comes from choice rather than reaction. And so I guess the thing that I want you guys to take away from this particular podcast is to firstly just change the narrative with yourself. Because if self-deprecation and beating yourself up is what you're using to try and steer yourself back in line and that's not working, then your approach needs to change. Not just in terms of how you approach yourself, but your programming itself. The program, nine times out of ten, that you've created for yourself or I've created for my clients will work. Wouldn't be a very good coach if it didn't. But sometimes, well, there is a million one different ways to skin the cat. And sometimes just because an approach is outlined to work doesn't mean it's currently working for that particular person with their current settings. Sometimes things need to be adapted. They need to be tweaked. They need to be overhauled in some cases to recognize, right, this isn't working. I've got some people where they bullshit themselves into going, I can't track. And that's just because of laziness. That's just because of annoyance with the app or apps, depending on what they use. But there are some times where that's a genuine problem. There are times when I genuinely need to pull them off of NutriCheck or MyFitnessPal or whatever and say, right, we do need to work intuitively right now because the act of tracking is causing more harm than it is good. Those circumstances are rare, but they do happen. And this is why for any budding coaches out there, if you're listening to this podcast, to recognize that a structure and a general approach that you coach by is key. You know, you want to have some foundational principles, but you need to recognize sometimes that things need to be adapted because people are incredibly complex as are their circumstances, as are their reactions to those circumstances. So you, as a coach, to do your best job, need to be empathetic to that and recognize that one size fits all does not apply here. So what can you do then? What can you do to make sure that you are, I guess, working at the top of your game, but aren't screwing yourself over with this perfection mentality? Well, from experience, as I said in my note, enough with the absolutes. Perfect is something we should always strive to achieve, but not something we should ever see as a destination. Think of it like the horizon. Journey towards it, yes. Have it as a bearing. In the same way the sailors use the stars to navigate. Maybe even a star on the horizon, for example. But recognize that, firstly, those stars move, or at least they move in the sky. The Earth moves. Again, I'm getting too nuanced with that one. But my point is that when you're shooting for the horizon, recognize that you won't truly get there, but it's not that it's not important to continue to progress towards that point. You've got to have a bearing. But the simple mentality of, of perfection will cause you more harm than it will good. And the idea of absolutes is an incredibly frustrating one within this industry because it's one that leads so many people astray because they hold themselves to too higher of a standard and expectation. This industry is full of absolutes. Oh, fat is bad, sugar is bad, carbs are bad, running's bad, or all of those things are also deemed as good depending on who you speak to. And that's what tends to lead so many people astray. 
I don't know the fucking ass from their elbow because they're sat in a position going, well, what, what, what the fuck do I do then? I coach primarily, as you guys should know by now, if you've listened to enough of these episodes, on the simplest approach I can to get results. Because your job is to go and live your fucking life. My job is to create an approach that can elope into your life, causing minimal disruption that you can actually fucking stick to. So we don't worry about the intricacies of carbohydrates and fats when it comes to my coaching. The only time I worry about those is if someone's getting particularly lean and they need to play around with their carbohydrate timing. But with the people I coach, my general demographic, it's rare that I will go into that level of detail. But the problem is, if you continue to focus on the absolutes that the industry spits out, you're not going to know your ass from your elbow. Instead of focusing just on calories and on optimizing things where you see opportunities, you're going to try and focus on your fucking macros. If it fits your, fits your macros is a farce, you do not need to worry about your carbohydrates, your fats, and your, uh, your protein. Okay, You need to worry about your protein, you need to worry about your calories, but as far as your balance between carbs and fats are concerned, wherever the fuck you fancy on that day. If it's a carbier day, fine. If it's a fattier day, fine. Of course, you should keep an eye on the general health of your diet and where those calories are coming from, but don't complicate it. The same thing with absolutes with training as well. Like, oh God, the, the industry's full of people obsessing about the best way, the most optimal way of doing things. But optimal may be optimal on paper, yeah, but it's not optimal for an individual. Everybody is different. Because if optimal was what we were striving for and everybody was pro was coached with the same approach, then you really think if you take 20 people and you give them exactly the same approach, that their results are going to be the same, that they're all going to achieve? No. Because we're all such nuanced beings. Our lives are so individually personal and specific that you can't just take a cookie cutter approach and blanket it for everybody even on my made by moise program which is a program where 20 people follow the same approach even that is nuanced because i'm talking to those individual people and i'm tweaking and i'm adjusting their individual plans and talking to them about different things they need to play around with and focus on in fact, one of the very first things that I do in week two of the program is to tell people about the priorities, about what's the most important thing to box off, but about the areas that they can tweak and adjust and they can adapt to fit their own lives. Because as much as maximizing progress is important, nothing is more important than consistent progress. I don't give a flying fuck if you've lost a stone in a week. Good for you. I care if you've lost a stone or multiple stone over time. I care, more importantly, excluding the results on the changes you're making. Because if you look after the changes, the results will look after themselves. If you, all you ever focus on is what is the outcome of what I've been doing, then you will only ever have a short-lived result. So, enough with the absolutes. Enough with the you must do this or this is good, this is bad because everything is nuanced. Everything is personal. Every single element of transformation, be it the physical, the nutritional, the mental, every element of it is adaptable and adjustable depending on your current settings. 
And if you're not empathetic to that, then you're probably not going to be able to stick to what you're currently doing. And therefore, you're probably not going to achieve because you don't have an approach you can actually adapt. You can't be so rigid that it's a pass or fail because then all you'll ever do is find yourself in that I'm on it, off it mentality. You'll find yourself where, oh my God, really good week, really good couple of weeks, and then it goes to shit. And it goes to shit because of the simplest of circumstances. Oh, I had friends over Saturday night. I didn't track. And then I didn't track for the whole week. Or, oh, I had a bad weigh-in. And therefore, it fucked my head. So I kicked the ass out of my calories, didn't track it, and then I continued to not track for the next few days. Or the next week or so. Absolutes will ruin your mindset. Short term will ruin your mindset. The biggest thing to understand about these journeys, these transformations, is it's not about instant gratification. The only instant gratification you're going to get is feeling good about how you've conducted yourself that day. You're not going to get instant results. You're not going to get instant progress. That requires patience. That requires discipline. The gratification is delayed. And so you need to understand that the only way you're going to achieve the end result is with consistency, with understanding that motivation fucks off and doing your very best to keep momentum. You do that and the horizon eventually arrives. So folks, thanks for your time once again. Appreciate you lending me your ears for a little bit of a motivational boost to kind of fire you up and just again, expand your educational things and get you thinking. That's what these podcasts are about. I just want you to think. I can't lead any of you or can't make any of you drink. All I can do is lead you to the water. All I can do is subconsciously have a message underlying these podcasts of of just think about this or have you considered this? This is where it starts. At the end of the podcast is where your own internal podcast begins. What does this mean for you? What has it made you think about? And how's that going to help you going forwards? Remember, accept the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. See you next time. Toodles.